There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Anyways, Jim, can you do your 420th best high? And don't do it like as if you're high, because that's just too expected. Thank you for telling me how to do uh, my comedy. Hi, welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watch John Wick Chapter 2. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Have I told you how to do your comedy like a lot? Have I, have I, have I coached you like that before? I'm so sorry. I don't know. You, that, you just did it now, though. Okay, I'm so sorry. Do you want, me to, you want to go back and just, like, you do your thing? Like, if you want to do the high thing, you could do the high thing? No, thank you. But <laughs> you know who has coached our comedy? Good. <laughs> that, that, that's how I'm doing this. Uh, it. It's our guest. That's so good. Um, uh, Philly improviser, who is now Chicago improviser. Yep. Although I think not originally. I don't know. It's Scott Campbell. <laughs> Right. Thank you for reading the high detailed bio I gave you. Scott, I feel like I'll be cutting out everything except I don't know. Scott Campbell. <laughs> Hello, welcome. Hi Scott. Yeah, I'm originally from Michigan and then I moved to Philadelphia and now I'm in Chicago. So here we are. I knew it was a different state, and I didn't want to say Minnesota because I knew it wasn't Minnesota, but I knew it was somewhere in that region. Yeah, no, I appreciate it that you didn't say I was from Minnesota. Woof. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what percentage of people in the Midwest like complain about it being cold, like ironically, and which ones like or like which ones do it for fun, ironically. Like I don't know who's actually really complaining. You know what I mean? Like I don't. <laughs> It's really Everyone, hard. It, it's still. I feel like people still complain, but it's nowhere near as bad as like the Mid Atlantic in Philly, where people are just like have meltdowns over <laughs> half of an inch of snow. Whereas yeah. like today, we're already on inch four. I think people more care about like how cold it is because we've had a couple mild winters the last couple winters in Chicago. Yeah, so right. I feel like for the first time, it's getting pretty chilly. But this is what you guys want to do, right? On your movie podcast, is talk about the weather. I mean, we can start with the weather. I'm trying to think. Uh, any sports-related commentary, Jim? You got any sports? Oh, I was going to say one of my favorite. I think this was on the show was Bill Rick, had, after he had just moved to uh, Chicago, was like everyone kept telling him how that was the warmest winter they'd ever have. And he was like, that was the coldest winter I've ever experienced in all my life. 100%. That's, that's the Midwest. And Kai has it worst. The inside of my car... The inside of my windshield is frosted. I had to chip chip away at it with a with an ice. <laughs> I had to pick it. I had to pick it away, or sit there for like twenty minutes with my uh my my car on and just like you know defrost it away. Frost it, defrost it. I defrost it. Yeah. I have a car that takes about five minutes to heat up, and I get upset. Once again, you don't get quoted for the episode, but I would. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, what's your relationship with John Wick? I am a fan. Love John Wick. Uh, I've seen all the movies. It's been a minute since I've seen this one. I rewatched it today, obviously, but uh, am a fan. Uh, like you know what it is going into it. Uh, there might be some slight twists and turns, but nothing too crazy. You're just there to see the unreal cinematography and unreal action sequences. It's just really beautiful, violent movies. Did you watch the first one when it came out? Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
the like actually I well I guess the final one it came out so I remember watching it like on a flight actually the person I was dating at the time this is pretty funny like watched it didn't listen to it uh, she was listening she was a huge Nine Inch Nails fan and was watching Nine Inch Nails while watching the movie and she was like honestly I think this is better than any dialogue that would have happened <laughs> in the first film and I think she's right but uh, that said yeah I think I watched it shortly after it came out but like after it had come out like on so you could watch it on streaming services so it wasn't like right in the theaters right then but yeah still sooner than i watch it because i watched the first i watched the first one last week for the first time oh wow just same not any reason why just because missed it haven't watched it and just keep forgetting to watch it sure uh i'll have what he's having like same thing yeah Uh, he's like the first one yeah i'm I'm in oh yeah yeah i'm i'm sold uh Very, i i go ahead, okay. i was just gonna say it's really campy the way that they all die it's very much so like and hey, you don't care about this person you don't care about this person it's it very much so brings me back to playing like like golden eye or like hitman you're just like and casual whatever and then there's occasionally like these little silly ones where you're just like did he just ride that man like piggyback that man but <laughs> like t- to like murder him or, or like uh i don't know maybe push uh, a barrel into someone's body and hold them down and reload while you're pressing them down with a gun and then barrel and like shoot them into their gut like oh my god that was that was fucking nuts he's so creative with the way he murders people yeah no it's great and they come up with new ways all the time <sighs> speaking of goldeneye have you seen that tiktok or online meme of the guy that uh his son destroys him in call of duty so he makes his kid play Goldeneye, That's and he beautiful. gets so hype about it. He's like, <laughs> he's the dad's like, you don't know, you don't know what's happening. Like he's just so amped. Like, let's go to the facility. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched this. I'm gonna watch it. Well, not right now, but later. It's just pretty funny to watch this old man get really hype up about like destroying his son in a video game from 30 years ago. Hey, I mean, some guy at a gas station today, um, just like. Somehow we ended up talking about Call of Duty. I don't know how it came up because uh, I used to play it back in college. And for whatever reason, he was like, oh, do you remember like this group of people? And I was just like, nope. And then he just kept describing it until eventually I was like, I'll just cave. I'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I was like annoyed with how much he really wanted me to recall who this like an elite group of like Call of Duty players were from like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, Wow, like how much we lie to make other people happier, make them shut the fuck up. <laughs> I like, how, how many times do people just lie to shut someone the fuck up? Like, just because I don't care. Like, someone will be like, some like a coworker want to talk to you about their kids or like some restaurant that they've been to, and like, oh, you have to be like, yeah, 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I don't. Just anything to make this happen, like faster. stop happening. Yeah. yeah, to put me in my house with my cats faster. Let's right. go, move this along. Yeah, in a very polite way. I I definitely go through phases where I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to anyone. If anyone asks me if I know something, I'm not gonna pretend like I do. It's usually after I watch like some video where they're like, Oh, are you a fan of this band? Uh, the the clean uh boardwalks. And then the person's like, oh, yeah, I'm very excited. And they're like, are you? Because they're fake, you idiot. I, I'm always like, I, I can't get caught in that. Mm-hmm. And that's how, and then I get into a telling the truth. Yeah, if, it, if I ever tell you I know like a movie or an actor's name or a song name, I'm probably fucking lying through my teeth because I do not remember them at all. I just uh, want to make the conversation go faster. <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't, like, I do, like, I, I intake so much media and that kind of stuff. I just am not good with names and like, 
uh, especially with, with binge culture, right? I feel like it's hard to remember anything when you watch it all at once. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, but how about John Wick 2, y'all? What do you think of this one? Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you a hard turn question, so no, yeah, I'll go with John Wick. No, no, let's hear it. I'm here for the hard turn questions. No, it's just, okay, I was talking about this with a classmate. Uh, what is the name Svetlana? Like, what do you associate that with? Like, this is what comes to mind when you hear that name? East, a very attractive Eastern European woman. Okay, yeah. Jim, what comes to mind for you? Same thing? It's the same thing, but she's blonde. Okay. Mm. So for in this instance, it was in reference to uh, a, uh, a contestant from Real World from like, I don't know, maybe a decade ago. But it was, uh, well, talking about how my meme and I bonded over, found <laughs> that I found out she was watching the show. And she's like, Svetlana, she's just a nasty, mean girl. <laughs> just like you. Isn't she the one that accused Brandon Boyd of Incubus of being obsessed with her? I don't know. <laughs> but all I know is that my meme did not like Svetlana. It, I was like, do I know another Svetlana? Like, literally, I think that's my one and only association with Svetlana. I remember, so I love the real world. She she was gorgeous. I remember that. And I remember when, on her season, she was very young. Like, she was the 18-year-old on the, like, the season. Oh, they probably hammed it up to be like, act out, make sure you're wild, and, like, try to party way too much. <laughs> yeah. Do you think those shows were real, though? Weren't they real in the beginning? Weren't they real, real? I mean, they were pretty real, like the first couple for sure, like New York. The reunion they did last year was pretty good, I thought, of them coming back 25 years later or whatever. It was interesting. I did always want to, like, apply for that shit, you know? Oh, same. Yeah. 100%. Would have totally done uh, that shit. I watched a couple episodes of the Philadelphia one, and it it was very surreal watching it being like, I know where that is, but, like, for, like, four straight episodes of a television show. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I was hooked for a long time. I well, with my kid, I still watch the challenge. Like we're halfway through the season right now. Uh, the challenge, the challenge. It's, so basically, uh, a little bit into the real world, then they started doing road rules. Yeah, and then the real world road rules challenges. Yeah, right. I, those. I yeah. loved those. I watched right. all that shit. But then they the was doing that shit. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, then they've gone through so many cast members, right? That they. Yeah. Like bringing people out from Big Brother and from like yeah, European no reality TV and like all over the place, uh, and then they bring back all the classic people. Like Johnny Bananas is still fucking kicking it, man. He's still grinding out challenge at age forty. Um, still peeling out. Sorry, yeah, I had still, to oh God. Still making out. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. I also wanted to be on those shows, but also less because being able to just live in the house is less work than having to like climb shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was always a little too husky, but still there is Eric back in the day. I was like, I could take him. Uh, oh, Eric, the comedian, that guy. No, 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 no. He was, a. Uh, they called him easy on the show. He's just this giant ginger curly haired dude. Um, Who was the wrestler that was on the show? Oh, the Miz. Miz. Like um before on here. I don't remember his name. But uh Mike. Yeah. His name is Mike. Yeah, he's Mike Chicago, but that's all I re- remember. And uh yeah, why do I hold crazy. his memories? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> his life trajectory from having a character bit on a reality TV show to becoming a multimillionaire wrestler. And he was on that MTV show that I can't remember what it was called about becoming a wrestler, where they were just like I remember they'd like learn how to uh how to fall on the mat and shit. Oh yeah, that was that was fun to watch him do. Um, I don't remember that show, but it sounds interesting. I mean, it was right up there with Pimp My Ride. You know, it's just like I was like, it was me watching that and that, and then just going, 
uh, skimming by Disney Channel Doug and being like, fuck this, uh, and then probably watching Full House. <laughs> Man, I wonder how some of those Pit My Ride vehicles are doing these days. <laughs> <laughs> all the fishes? Like, all the fishes? Sorry, the fishes. All the fish? Dead. Definitely dead. <laughs> I'm sure all those PlayStation 2s that they had in the back of their uh, Camaro is doing uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, none of those spinning wheels spin anymore. None of them. But speaking uh, about cars, man, how if your job, oh, all you care about, good. like they have his car. That's how this movie starts, right? Like, that's no, no, no. That's John Wick's car. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not just a car. John Wick's car. John Wick's car. That's so precious to him that he destroys the shit out of it uh, mm-hmm. to get revenge on them stealing said car. Yeah, but Luigi's got your back. He's gonna make sure it's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that car could go through literally anything. That opening sequence was bonkers. I just don't feel like... I don't know. If he cares that much about the car, are you really going to be that reckless with it? I, th- I, I'm going to guess they're trying to make the point of he's so obsessed with revenge that he's willing to destroy even the thing that he's going through revenge for. That's that's fair. But so I, I guess they're trying to make a County Monte Cristo type of analogy with him. The one thing that I, the first thing I thought about to talk about in this movie, I'm curious what you guys think when I was watching it is, uh, other than like Kill Bill, what's a movie okay. that you've actually seen it work out well for someone riding a motorcycle in a fucking, a movie sequence? Because <laughs> I was going to say, there was that scene in, um, you know, Final Destination, but that guy got like sliced in half by Yeah, so that side. didn't work out for him. <laughs> no, that's a <laughs> so, <laughs> <so>. terrible example. <laughs> Like even Indiana, even in Indiana Jones, right? And the like, like they get so far in the motorcycle, but they, even then it still gets destroyed, and they have to jump ship to the tank or whatever. I feel like I don't know, just like watching motorcycles go against John Wick and his car is like, well, that's just a faster death, I guess. For yeah, what you're gonna happen? It's just I don't know. I mean, I get why they do motorcycle stuff because motorcycles are cool, but I can't think of any motorcycle who succeeded in a movie. I uh, it, the only one. Two. <laughs> there you go, no. Scott. Answer. <laughs> Question answered. Check The only one I had was Easy Rider. I was like, that's cheating. That's not an action movie. That's a movie where they take acid and then <laughs> check nickels and dies. Nah, I'm pretty sure in Greece, too, the dude just like jumps over a pool and it's just like sweet. I'm pretty sure Fonzie did some pretty cool shit, too, with a motorcycle and it worked out for him. So, like, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that episode fi- of The Simpsons where the guy jumps over all those sharks and then he goes back around and accidentally falls in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. These are great examples. Actually, no. <laughs> the Fonzie didn't do great because he crashed his motorcycle when he tried oh, to jump right. over a bunch of stuff. Whatever. He oh, jumped a right. shark and he created a whole fucking saying. He's that fine. wasn't a that was on skis, though. <laughs> that was on water skis. Oh, yeah, that's important. I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, I'll admit it. I was wrong. Uh, I thought I knew a thing, and then I didn't. Speaking of thinking you know stuff, and then you don't actually know stuff, uh, you should check out this podcast that you're about to hear about, uh, because it's all about actually admitting that shit and not caring, because we all got to learn at some point, right? Anyways, they'll say it better than I can. Hello. 
I'm a sophisticate, and so can you. Is the name of our podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony. And I'm another of your hosts, Sydney. And we're two queer millennials with ADHD. Who have been lying about our own cultural literacy. If you've ever been in a situation where you pretended to know more than you do about an important movie or a piece of literature. Yeah, or like a super cool band. Then this is the show for you. This is a show where we engage with the canon so that you don't have to. Topics for discussion will include such things as Is Carrie Brownstein the coolest person? Can anyone who likes the movie Chinatown be trusted? Why Tom Waits? Why? All of these questions and more will be answered on every episode of I'm a Sophisticate and So Can You. Available wherever you find your podcast. Hey everybody, Kai Bobby here, the other host. Uh, I am here with the Captain's Log shout out. It is from uh, our dear friend Crimson. He is incredibly kind and has told me to use this promotion slot to promote my cat's GoFundMe. Uh, my poor little buddy Oliver unfortunately had to have a surgery a little while back. And uh, those medical bills, uh, they, they really rack up. So if you got a couple extra bucks, go ahead and check out that GoFundMe link. It is in the description. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you, Crimson. You're amazing. Let's get back to the show, everybody. The other thing I noticed about the opening sequence is why is everything soaking wet? Why is there a foot of water in this in this large ass warehouse that was large enough to drive a vehicle through sixty miles per hour? I in my head, I was I was like, well, wasn't it raining like? At the end of the last movie, not asking the right questions of why is it raining inside in this warehouse. Right. I was going to say, it looks like the inside of Jumanji. Like, it was just like... <laughs> you know, like- it's not like in like in the Warriors, there's a part... They, they, wanted the, they wanted the streets to look good, and the way they ma- movies make streets look good is they make them wet. So, oh, yeah, in the oh, Warriors, yeah, right. they specifically have a scene where it's raining so that they can explain why all the streets are wet for the whole movie. I mean, that's also why Jurassic Park still holds up fucking 40 years later or 30 yeah. years later. It's right? a really it's like, wet movie. Uh, very wet. It's just, just a just wet dinosaurs everywhere. But specifically. <laughs> no, it's very wet. Like it's the a CGI. Wet, wet film. Right. Just soaking wet film. Jurassic Park. <laughs> if someone were to be like, Scott, like just one word mm-hmm. uh, comes to mind. If I say Jurassic Park, it's definitely wet. Yeah. <laughs> like in a stripper, like in Soaked. a strip club DJ yeah. voice, like wet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's wild. Like how that CGI from 1996 still holds up or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. It just good. because it's the rain, right? Though they, it looks that in puppets. Oh yeah, I they did it to their detriment too because the because uh, the uh, the T Rex kept breaking because of how wet it was. Yeah, yeah, but it, it this, ended up making it look good. Yeah, this, for podca- sure. this podcast is why I appreciate practical effects. I never did. I just it was just something that I just as an adult just didn't care about. It just wasn't an, a concern of mine. I just watched movies and went, "Ah, look, Ryan Reynolds is doing a thing." Like uh, I don't know. I just didn't care. Uh, so you, about- you were Kermit when you were younger. <laughs> Uh, first Ray off, Romano. Yeah, thank you. No, thank my you. bad. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> Jim, thank you so much for getting who I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I can't do Ray Romano. Uh, but I can do. Uh, why are there so many? Yeah, that's all I can do when I sing. That's the best way I can get it. Why? Why? Sorry. Funny enough, you're doing a worse impression of Kermit when you try to do an impression of Kermit. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, hold on a second. Let's see. Um, oh, let's see. What's a good Kermit sentence? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's picky. <laughs> that's what I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I can do that one. I just can't do. Anyways, yeah, I, I I don't I can't get there deep to do Kermit the Frog. Oh yeah, so that's right. Everyone always just goes Whoa. Kermit the Frog here. Kermit like, the Frog here. Yeah, yeah. Or well, yeah, always, because go ahead. No, I was Actually, just always I always like I figured out very like the first impressions I did as a kid were uh, Sesame Street, and that's how I kind of figured out that it was the same person that used to voice like Animal and Cookie Monster and Grover because mm-hmm. like they're all very similar, like. Anana! Or yeah. C is for cookie, and cookie good for me, just a little deeper. <sighs> that and person then, had to drink a lot of tea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Grover is just a little higher, like, so like, <laughs> These are all solid impressions. I know they're. All, I know you just said they're all the same impression, but still. No, they're pretty, no? They're, I think they're all close. I actually want. I haven't done this character bit, but I have for a long time. I just need to make it happen. Okay. I wanted to do like a ten-minute, one-person show. This is so bad, so stupid. Mm-mm. Where it's Grover just giving uh, school children the sex talk, okay. like just being very graphic about it. No, I appreciate like, that. I didn't get one, so I would appreciate sure. it from anybody, especially Grover. Are you kidding me? Right. Um, In. Yeah. Ow. Right. Oh, I get it. In. Right. Oh! Wait, wait, wait. So I don't quite. Can you? Can you? I'm sorry, Grover. I don't quite understand. <laughs> First, you grab legs and put them in ten and two. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love this. They're learning how to do this before drive. Like when he like. <laughs> sex talk is way more graphic than. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, no, and that's what that's. I'm that's the humor of the bit, right? Like the the it, throughout the bit, it just gets like increasingly, increasingly over the top horny when do you yeah. learn 10 and 2 though i'm trying to think if i learned that beforehand do i have a reference for 10 and 2 at that time oh i, I mean you don't probably have a reference but um <sighs> i mean yeah. i'm a fictional child in this scenario no this sketch needs to happen i do support you think that this. this child has never seen a clock before some <laughs> children don't see clocks um they just see cell phones that just tell them i mean i feel like do on. kids do kids these days i mean this i don't have kids so i don't fucking <laughs> kids know don't like, see clocks <laughs> well i mean they, they see clocks but like isn't everything pretty much digital now yeah, like, for the most part. I can't remember the last time I've seen a clock that actually has hands on it. I have one 20 feet away from me, and I, every now and then, I don't know what it is. It's not, I don't know, maybe it's my ADHD, but it's probably once every, like, month my brain goes, oh, my God, what is that? Oh, it's the clock. Because otherwise I just drown it out. <laughs> I do have to process what time it is with an analog clock. Like, I do, when I'm like, what time is it? Yeah. 4.35. Okay. Yep. yep like, yep, it, yep. it's not as simple as just looking at a regular clock. And I, th- what I'm saying is, I'm sick and tired of the old ladies who had, were at Shoprite, and they'd and they'd watch all the young kids stare at the clock for 30 seconds while we tried to figure out what time it was before leaving. <laughs> that was actually fun. I remember doing that at my job too. Actually, that's wow. What a feeling. Now people are just like, and reasonable time to go. Eh, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, let me look Peace. at my phone. Yep. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, I don't like that I'm allowed to have my phone at school. It's weird that my teacher's just like, yeah, if you're texting, who cares? <laughs> like, that's just, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not used to that. I mean, it's not exactly what they say, but they're just like, yeah, your laptop, your phone, it's yours, you're an adult. Whatever you gotta do, if you gotta talk, if you gotta text somebody, it's probably, like, hopefully it's important. Don't be a dick about it. Oh, yeah. I had a BS class that I, I brought my laptop and would just, like, go on Reddit and read stories or whatever. 
Oh, I watched kids play like uh, World of Warcraft in my in my text and image class. That was great. Yeah, I'm old as shit. So like, there were a few kids that had laptops, but they were just loaded in the class. And then <laughs> it was way before like gaming had come as far as it had. Do you we're mean? Do you mean loaded in that they had a lot of money or that they were like super drunk? Both. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but no, they were very a lot of money. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was before the time where everyone was walking into a hall with a laptop. Mm. I think I got my first laptop. I got my first laptop because I got into a car accident. I got a PowerBook G4. Uh, they, they just gave it to you in the, uh, in the ER? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, you know, like when I was a kid, I got like a little stuffed monkey in a four-year-old car accident. They were like, here you go. But this time, fucking, are you kidding me? An Apple product? This accident brought to you by Apple? That was fucking fantastic. I loved it. No, yeah. uh, I got a $4,000 settlement uh, in that one. So half of it I put towards going to Italy and the other half I put towards uh, a computer. Oh, Which is sick. nuts that that computer cost me two grand. That fucking brick that I have somewhere lying around. What year was that? <laughs> 2004. Okay. That's around yeah. the time I got my first laptop. Uh, yeah. That I got because my parents had a, a friend who was a programmer and she was able to get laptops super cheap. And that's how we got. That's how I was able to get a laptop pretty young. You think John Wick has a laptop? John Wick actually no. does have a laptop. Where does okay? Oh, no. Keanu Reeves. What? No. What does he do? Hold on. What does he do when he's not doing all this shit? Like, what pivot has tables? he been doing? A lot of pivot tables. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what he's been doing. Like, how long is this? John Wick just fucking crushing macros on Excel, like he crushes the Soviets <laughs> and the fucking Italian rave. Yeah, I don't know what John Wick. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out him more as a person, other than like this part of his life, because he just like he's like he fought for such a life, and I'm just like I don't know what he was doing. Like, yeah, I want to know. He's got the he's got the like when he's not in he's not doing action movies. He's just like staring at a picture of his wife, being like, "I miss you," and then he feeds his dog cereal or some shit while <laughs> sitting in his burned down house yeah. in the rain. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Oh my god, his poor fucking rocket launcher house. Oh my god, fuck that guy. They did a good job. The only thing that agitated me close to, oh my god, they just fucking killed that dog, is actually how annoying I this actor was. I didn't like this, his fucking nemesis. That that actor did a good job. I was going to say, that's probably a good thing if you hated him. Yeah, he yeah. did a good job. He, he was, did a really he great was, job. Yeah, he's pretty. He's a piece of shit for sure. Yeah. Uh, was it Santoni? Yeah, fuck that yeah. guy. Fuck that guy. He, uh, yeah. It, yeah, he's pretty good. And it's wild too like to think about how i know those movies also go so fast right so like by the time he's leaving italy we're an hour in we're halfway through and then you're like how did this happen so fast and then next thing you know he's facing off against the bad guy i Uh, i notice a theme between these two movies that i'm sure we'll carry over to the third one which is halfway through the movie he finishes the goal that he was supposed to do and then the second half is the actual goal that he needed to do which is yeah. very good screenwriting, by the way. It's the one versus the need kind of thing. Yeah, I have. No, that said, you know what movie I really wanted that like poked its head like halfway through this movie mm-hmm. or three quarters, like the first forty five minutes when he's at the uh, what's it called, the Continental in Italy? And yeah, fucking the Continental manager's like. Just one question. <laughs> it's not the Pope, and I'm like. Give me that movie. Give me the movie where he has to kill the Pope. Where John Wick has to kill the Pope. There's oh. nothing that would bring me more joy 
then watch John Wick just rip through Rome, oh, destroying man. Catholic priests and bishops and cardinals <laughs> until he cruci- until he crucifies the Pope in St. Peter's Basilica. Like, in, like, you just take pictures of the art, and then you also take pictures of, uh, well, who knows what. But it would be fucking great. I'd pay, I'd wait in line to see that movie. I'd go I'd to watch the it theaters. in 3D. Yeah, no. I'd wa- oh, I'd watch it in 3D. Yeah. Oh, now that I'd... sounds, that's better plot than just being like, hey, can you kill my sister? I actually think that's genius. They should have done that. <laughs> I would totally watch the movie. It never would get made. Oh, <laughs> no, sure. No, but no. I Keanu Reeves would act it out drunk with you everything. in the right setting. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> What'd you say, Jim? I said I was raised by Catholics. They get upset by everything. Oh, yeah. I also raised Catholic. Ex-Catholic here. Cannot stand it. I yeah. will not go into a church if I can fight it. Uh, weddings and funerals if I have to. Uh, Same. But, yeah, it is, man, the disdain I have and how good they do John Wick movies, it would be... And they do a good job of it, too. Like, it'd be, it would be so fun. Like, people would lose their minds, but it would be a great movie. It's like, how do you... Like, John Wick comes back. This time it is for the Pope. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This time it's biblical. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't hate that. I Uh, I would absolutely watch that movie. I mean... I know that that you guys have a super religious contingent of the podcast. I guess I should apologize then. No, I'm just trying to think... Oh no, the Pope followers. Yeah, uh, could we, you we... apologize to the one guy from Ireland that uh, uh, listens to the show? Loves the Pope. <laughs> that dude loves the fucking Pope. Well, I guess it depends where in Ireland. I guess in Ireland, they everyone cares about God. They just some don't put that much weight into the Pope. Uh, oh, dude, the Pope's he's... Pope's dope, man. He's the cool... I'm just kidding. He's the peace needs. He's the coolest guy. I'm I mean, he, he's the coolest Pope right now. That's what they want to talk about. This Pope, this Pope is so cool right <laughs> I'm just now. Kidding. I don't know jack shit this about Pope, this Pope. Loves the gays. Yeah, so... he's like, you want to gay it up? Yeah. He, he was he was the first pope to be like you know evolution i'm pretty sure that's real guys oh my God. i'm curious i'm curious what that the pope did to watch the world cup right because he's from argentina right so i bet he lost his mind uh there in italy but who oh, knows i would pay so much money to watch the pope lose his mind as well sure <laughs> why did that I man who this is just the pope chilling in the robes with a fucking messy jersey over it just <laughs> fucking swearing at Mbappe on the screen. <laughs> like, him just cursing the Mbappe to hell forever for the hat trick. No, I'd watch that. And he's got pool. He yeah. can make it happen. Oh, 100%. Sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm really upset. I should have uh, tried. I'm trying to think of who the Pope was in 2000 and... Uh, who was, what was the name of the Pope in 2005? Paul John II? That was that guy. Was, yeah, I don't know the Pope's names. I don't keep he track of that. He would have died around that time, so I'm not sure, but yeah. Yeah, I should have tried to say hi to that guy because uh, I was there. I was in the Vatican. I feel like I can't believe that was like half my life ago. But yeah, um, where was that I'll guy? S- I'll say this: one of the greatest weekends I had in Philly is the weekend that the Pope came because they shut down all of Center City. Nice, like, thank within, you, Pope. Yeah, yeah, and it was amazing. Like you could ride your bikes and walk on the streets at all times. Everyone was just out in the streets, like having a good time. I mean, sure, there were a lot of like Jesus freaks out there, but like from it's I don't a know, Jesus somebody- freak block party yeah right as, as, as someone who lived in the city it was nice to be able to like just do things outside without having to worry about like the shit show that is philadelphia center city traffic yeah uh, I, I had um i hadn't i was still in college at the time so i hadn't moved to philly yet but the thing we were going to do if i didn't have work that day was i was going to walk across the bridge because when am i ever going to get the chance to walk across the bridge like that again right i still haven't 
and Jim Gaffigan performed for free. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, because he's he's Catholic, so yeah, they got him to come in and he did a set like he opened for the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> really? I can't even do it. Really? I can't. Oh, I can't. I can't yeah. do a Jim Gaffigan. Is like inside voice. Really? I can really? do the inside voice a little bit. Like I do. I mean, I think everyone does that now, right? I feel like if you saw Hot Pockets back when it came out, like everyone. Like has a little has their own little Jim Gaffigan voice and they're talking about stuff. Oh uh, yeah, at least yeah, I do. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty decent. Or maybe that's just me too. Like I have people that like things will stick with me, and sometimes it's like good, and sometimes it's like so annoying. Like when I watched Master of None, or anytime I watch anything with Aziz, I get like really easy, and I'll do like, <laughs> or I'll get stuck listening to things, and I'll talk like that. I've just I don't know. I've always mimicked things. I get I get stuck in characters like that all the time. I'm sorry, Jim. What were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say that's just a sign. I, I'm pretty sure that's a sign of like just liking something because yeah. uh, like uh, like psychologically that's uh, a thing of liking something because I definitely do the same thing. It's a very childhood like thing that I I really like has stuck with me into adulthood because it's just like I like you enough that I'm pretending to be you. Right. That's what, that's the next thing you know when you're hanging out with your friend who's from England. The next thing you know, you're saying love. Like it, it. You, we pick that shit up. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a college roommate. Anytime he'd go, always spend. His, his dad was from Boston, and he'd go see his cousins for a few weeks every fucking summer. And he'd come back like he was from fucking Boston. It's like, dude, you're from Michigan. Oh yeah, stop. <laughs> you're not wicked smart. You're not. I don't care if you walked out no. there all day. You're not a hard worker. Like you dude, don't know I've... anything about them fucking Yankees. Just oh, it's like Madonna. I'm Madonna. from fucking I'm I'm from wicked <laughs> wicked fucking cool New Hampshire, then fucking lived in fucking Boston. Now I'm out in here where I'm like, oh no no no, it's fine. So like, it's a weird combination where I'll be like, no, I'll fucking fine, bro. I'm f- fucking fine. <laughs> I like your Irish. <laughs> wow. You know? Oh yeah. No, a, I'm fucking a Boston boy, and a Minnesota person mixed is an Irish person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that's what happened. And I'm not. I'm Scottish uh, and English. Top so. of the morning, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. Classic Minnesota accent. Yeah. It's. I've, I've definitely picked up some stuff here. You're fine is definitely how I like. I don't say you're fine, but like, oh, you're fine. Like it's coming. It's just you start. To, you start to adopt that shit. I I don't know about you two, but something I personally try to avoid when I speak to someone like a British person when I speak to someone who has a different accent is I definitely I try and avoid the how do you say this conversation because I'm sure they hear it all the time. Now, granted, we've done we did that one sh- episode with those three british guys and half the conversation was you guys say trolley instead of cart you're weird but still right yeah i I guess it just depends but yeah most of the time if anything i try not to do the copy thing that we're talking about earlier right so like when i ever i'm in ireland i'll find myself saying cheers or grand a lot just because that's what they're saying yeah Uh, but also trying to do it in a way that doesn't seem too like ham-handed like i'm trying to be cool but honestly, it's just like I'm just repeating what you said. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this guy's name is from Great British Bake Off, but he's from Germany, and I've been mimicking him. Uh, oh, it's like Ergen. Yeah, Jurgen. This most recent season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've just been mimicking him, uh, like because I was like kind of feeling bad about it. I was like, I should not do that. I was like. Nah, I mean, as a German person, I feel like just like if you did Nazis, you're like you just you're allowed to get mimicked. Your whole <laughs> deal oh. forever is everyone like everyone's like kind of like 
not sure about a lot of like imitation when it comes to accents but that one we're just like we gotta agree upon you did that now everyone gets to uh, to imitate you uh when they're just being like yes look at me like for beer fest movies mm-hmm. and shit like that yeah. like we just we it's- just get that right now <laughs> hello sir mm, look at yeah, me I, I, so horny <laughs> There's a that's um, where we're at. That's where society decided to land. <laughs> there's a German YouTuber who got famous, Falula. He was in uh, Pitch Perfect. You might recognize him, Kai. He uh, uh, he I got asked that one time. That's a reasonable statement. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I, hate, I hate that. That's fair. <laughs> um, he was on Coda one time, and uh, the the bit was uh, Germans are usually portrayed as the bad guys in a lot of movies. Do you think that feels okay? Because he's a German person, he's like, "Oh yeah, have you seen uh, history? Because we, historically, <laughs> we are the bad guys." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I think it's okay to make fun of us." <laughs> well, I'm giving you permission because my ancestors were, so that's how that works. So I'm a quarter German. Everyone's in the clear, huh? I'm a quarter German. I watch Werner Herzog movies. Is that how that solidifies that? Yeah. I don't know what you have to do in order to really loved in the Mandalorian. You know, uh, <laughs> great, great in the Mandalorian. <laughs> He's the the show me the baby guy. Show me the baby. I haven't watched enough of that stuff. Honestly, I just uh I just started going on Disney Plus and I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck to do with it. Yeah, you trying to figure out how streaming services work? What I've been doing, Scott, is I've just been putting up my hands with two remotes, one of which doesn't do anything. And I've just been like kind of waving it around just frantically like a muppet and be like, ah, I don't know what's going on. Uh but that's only when I hit the Disney Plus button. I don't know. Just kind of kicks in. It's a shame. What do you watch? What is everyone watching on there? I mean, all the John Wick 2, obviously. No, can you imagine John Wick the Disney version? I, uh, <laughs> I would watch an animated John Wick version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the Marvel stuff, all the Star Wars stuff. I mean, that's all there is to watch. Yeah. For me, anyway. Uh, I did try to watch She-Hulk, but I didn't get into it. Oh, uh, I love She-Hulk. I don't know. I only watched one episode, but maybe I was just too sleepy. So I'll give it a, another one. Yeah. I liked the comic when I was a kid. So, like, uh, I mean, I'm not going to go on my high horse about She-Hulk right now. But I was a little irritated with the backlash that it got by like a lot of dudes my age in the neck beards uh yeah her like she hooked fourth one no it checks out oh as if they don't like dead uh deadpool right right well now that like she hulk was literally one of the first comic book characters to break the fourth wall in the comics like that's such an oh for real huge part of that comic so for people to get like upset about like how they did it in the show is just like annoying, I guess. Oh, no, it is. It's fair. But I watched Hocus Pocus too, so that's a good usage of it. No, you're doing it right. I need to. I need to figure it out on there. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I watched that. It's one of those things where I'm glad that I don't remember anything. I'm glad that the moment I turned it on. I just, like, I committed to not caring. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I've heard some things a little controversial about Hocus Pocus 2. Probably not for this podcast because I don't want it to get weird. But I've Fuck, I don't remember anything about it, so hit me with it. I just heard that, like, it was, uh, like, that they added characters to, like, basically make the franchise look better. And I don't, and not necessarily, I don't know. Like, the, inten- the, the oh. intentions behind the casting was in question? Correct. And not in like, okay. and yeah, everyone needs to diversify because like, duh, but like they did it in a way that <laughs> yeah. wasn't that 
done that well. Like I, it wasn't. Oh, I think about this all the time. Yeah. Yeah, the intentions behind it all the time, or I'm always like, like I, I'm like I'm always curious about who's making this, like the the decision. And right, like reason, here's but. Chicago. Right, there's this kid I knew. I'm not gonna name names, obviously, but he put a show up at this theater, and like, he, like someone pointed out because he's like this twenty something college kid from Columbia who's super into sketch and like whatever, and he's like, he had no, not a single person of like color in his show for, and it was like a cast of fifteen to twenty people, and someone was like, hey man, you should probably like at least think about this for your next show, like. Yeah, and so like he's like, oh yeah, you're right. So he he asked like a person of color to be a show, and he gave him like two lines out of an hour show, and it's just like, oh dude, that's yeah, that's I get your intentions are good, but like, yeah, wake the fuck wow. up, man. That's uh, I don't know. Not to get too yeah. real or serious on this. <laughs> no, we get, we get real, we get real and serious here on the Rotten Treasure podcast all, right. all the fucking time. We talking about yeah. Speaking of real and serious, uh, since it's been a while since I've been on the podcast, it's really mm-hmm. good to see that uh, Jack McDermott, uh, Jim's teammate and Kai's former teammate uh, mm-hmm. from their improv team, is now pledging almost $5,000 a month to his <laughs> podcast. It is nice. Um, I thought you were going to say former friend when I was like, okay, good. He didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're still friends. We're still friends. Former friend but of the show, mostly- Jack McDermott. Yeah. It's 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 really surprising to see that he's committed to that. Yeah, yeah no, thank he, you. He loves movies for your so commitment. much, and like I oh I he also texted me um a few minutes ago. And he said for everyone that subscribes after listening to this specific podcast, he's gonna donate another thousand dollars to fill abundance for the holidays. So I can't believe that. Yeah, but I can't believe God. that because of who Jack is. Yeah, no, Jack's such he's, a wonderful guy. Everybody, he's a sweetheart. Like yeah, yeah. I, for every for every three cents you donate to my cats GoFundMe, Jack is gonna donate a house <laughs> to cats. Oh man! All across America. Wow! <laughs> yeah. What a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not like a big house, like a little tiny cat house. Just to be clear, uh, yeah. Like Jack's doing fine, but I don't think he can buy a house for every cat across America. <laughs> Truly, nice, one of the nicest people I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Jack. So generous. Oh. This episode sponsored to you by how wonderful Jack McDermott is. That and it should also be sponsored by those number two pencils that are amazing water weapons in John Wick. I'm so grateful that he killed people with pencils. I was honestly kind of zoning out a little bit around that I, time period. And he did that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'd heard that's about this thing. scene. Yeah. Because whenever yeah. people describe the movies, they're always like, oh, John Wick. Great movie where he's just like killing people with like pencils or whatever. Yep. And they so brought back cool the pencils for this one. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, like, what pencil have you ever owned that can actually go through someone's skull? More than once, like, the same pencil, multiple skulls. Yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. But that's some, like, Deadpool shit. They could have pulled that off. It's the same kind of campiness of just, like, yeah, sure, why not? Why couldn't that kill somebody? I mean, it, we have to, This is, what is it? The Why did I say this wrong? Suspend your disbelief. Yep. Yep, great. Uh, like you do in like uh, you know, Final Destination movies. You just really are just like sure that is a way people can die. But I'm grateful and I'm impressed actually that in two movies, like literally, all it took was one callback for it to be like, oh, that's the thing. Like I got in a st- like I'm already that into these this franchise, and there's only three. I guess there will be four. There soon, will be four. But, yeah. uh, like they did good with hooking me in quick. It's amazing how much someone just killing a dog will make me be like somebody fucking kill everyone who made that possible right now like that just hooks me in like i'm in there could be a million of these movies and there will not be enough for me to get through my feelings about them killing that fucking dog 
Um, I also yeah, speaking no. of that dog, I wouldn't mind seeing a movie with the new dog in the, the concierge at the Continental. Oh. Like, what adventures did they go on? While I was thinking about this, like, what things no. did they do together while John Wick was out of town, just murdering everyone? <laughs> Hear me out. Every movie, John Wick gets one more dog. It ends with him just getting one more dog added to the equation. The most well-behaved dog at that. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, John Wick 8 turns into like a love rom-com kind of like on par with like, you know, we'll get Meg Ryan into it. Uh, and it's just like him bumping into her in like a park and something with all eight dogs. <laughs> and you know what? Her name's also Helen. Fuck it. <laughs> Like they, yeah. the, the guy says, yeah, we don't board dogs here, but I'll take care of it. Like how, yeah. like how did, if you don't board them, <laughs> what are you going to do with that dog? Who's going to take that dog out? It's great. Dude, you're at this desk a lot. Right. Like what's the situation? You literally can go nowhere else. <laughs> Good thing that dog is content just sitting down in one place doing nothing. Like all real dogs. Yeah, that dog's life sucks actually. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is better than sitting out in the rain or getting blown grenades in my house. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that dog was totally chill about I mean, his house blowing up it was just like it's all good dude he got picked up from the pound 20 minutes ago because right. the movie starts like 20 minutes later so he's he's like this is the greatest life i've ever seen <laughs> yeah <it's fair. laughs> oh yeah i was kind of pissed that the dog didn't have a name but i forget that it is only like 20 minutes into the like and they just keep rolling he didn't name that first dog he didn't even get yeah. that dog uh, dog food no you gave him a uh, cereal, and then they killed him. I've seen this move used a few times in films, like uh, in shows. Like uh, it was also uh, in The Walking Dead. Like Daryl had a dog like that, where it's just like I can't name it because I can't deal with the emotional attachment to it. But they, I need Keanu Reeves to to love this dog. So don't blink in order to tell me, uh, Scott, if in the third movie the dog gets a name. But I need Keanu Reeves to give a shit about. Like I know he give he cares, but I need to to invest in a pet. And get eight more of them. Uh. I won't say much about the third one. The two things that I took away from the third one. <sighs> they kill two dogs. I know they're going to kill they two kill dogs. They kill eight dogs. Uh, <laughs> it's actually a 101 Dalmatian iteration. <laughs> no, it's no, like John no. Wick takes on Cruella DeVille. And you, just see, you just see her just popping off puppies constantly. <laughs> until finally John Wick comes in and kills her and her huntsman. Yes, <laughs> yes. I want that movie, Scott. Why are you not writing this down? It's Tom Wick versus the Pope, and then right. Cruella Deville. A, a real heightening. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're directed DVD, but they're still going to be good. <laughs> oh, I guess that's Disney's John Wick. Okay, yep. that's it. All right, yeah, yeah, nailed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, oh, and then there's an improv legend in the third one. I don't spoil it. On the way. Oh, Mike if, Nichols? If, my favorite improviser of all time is in John Wick 3. He's on another, oh, he's, he's on another famous oh, podcast. I know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> I 100% know who it is. Because I actually re- remember that this person talking about that on that podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I guess I'll find You know what? Don't tell no, me. I know. I'm excited to find yeah, out. Okay. When you watch it and talk about Cause it. Because I love that moment when you're like, oh, why, what are you doing here? Uh, you're not supposed to be in space. Because we keep putting comedians in space. I don't know why we keep doing it, but it's a thing we're doing right now. Like, fucking uh, Tignataro's in space now in uh, fucking Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Right? We put, uh, uh, what's the dude who plays uh, John Ralphio? What's his name? Um, Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. He's on fucking, uh, with jo- being, actually, oddly enough, with John Malkovich in Space Force. Yeah, we're just, we're really into 
We're really into comedians going up there. Uh, speaking of space, I just just told about this the other day, and I saw it for the first time. Did you guys see uh, William Shatner? It's like on the footage of him going to space with Jeff Bezos. Oh, I didn't see the footage. No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, are you making up fake rumors no, 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 right no, no, now, or did this really this happen? Because this, this feels some onion shit no, he, right now. He, happening I, on this the is real because really I went to space. Right, he's like ninety. Right, he's ninety something. He went to space on one of Bezos's trips. Like, oh, we're taking sure, Captain Kirk to sure. fucking space, right? But like, yeah, he yeah, had an existential crisis. Like, you that see that they, you just show him. They show him looking out the window and looking at Earth, and they show him looking out the window into the black, and he just like he just gets ghost like. And then they yeah. basically, they're like just trying to talk to him, and he's just is talking about like how everything's meaningless and how small we are. <laughs> like he clearly like just had a breakdown during oh, yeah, his experience. Like Jeff Bezos is like next to him with this fucking cowboy hat, like celebrating. What's oh, up, dude? We're in space, champagne, bitch! Uh, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and fucking Captain Kirk is just like classic Bezos. I'm almost dead, and it was all for nothing. We're small and insignificant. It was. I- I've always, I've never wanted to go to space for exactly that reason because I feel like I would also have that epiphany of being because I I've been on like mountaintops and been like this world is way too big for me kind of right. thing yeah the, yeah. yeah or like even honestly like swimming in the ocean too right like or yeah. like you're like oh wait I'm so tiny uh, and this is oh. just like on our planet. That's why, like, at the top of a cruise ship, when I've gone, like, on, like, the rock climbing wall, when you can see nothing but ocean, you just kind of want to die inside. You're like, what is this? Where? What? <laughs> I am everywhere and nowhere at the same time. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, Felix Baumgartner watching that video and being like, that's way too high. It's too big. It, the Like, the, the, he's very far from Earth. Oof. Yeah, nope. Uh, I don't want that either. Uh, I think I would also have, uh, based on all of my understandings of how my brain works, I think me in space is a bad idea. I think I would be shattering my pants as well. I had to, no, I didn't have to do it. I, I shouldn't no, have done a choice it. that you made. We're all going to sit in it for a minute. Yeah. 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 We're going <laughs> to sit in this shit. Yeah. 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 I'm going to sit in my yeah, shatter. Of course. Yeah. You shit where you eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got, we brought it around. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you shit where you shat. Yeah. Should we just should we segue this right into the homeless syndicate that ran uh, John Wick too, oh. Lawrence Fishburne's? Oh, at the very end. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's halfway okay. through, right? It's like it's halfway yeah. through the movie. Uh, he comes across the homeless man to protect him and take him to his leader, Lawrence Fishburne, who is yeah. a very Shakespearean leader of the sewers. He's like the fucking the underworld king. Of- He's the rat king. I mean- Right. That was his idea. That was definitely like, I know exactly who I want to be in this movie. If I'm going to be in it, this is my one fucking condition. <laughs> like, the way he talks is like, I want to look around. If I was John Wick, I'd look around and be like, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, just using very big words. And it, I mean, it's not his choice. Like, it was written for him. But, like, it was just such a over-the-top role that, like, first of all, those two guys approach and to find John Wick after he's being killed by everyone or trying to be killed mm-hmm. by everyone. And this random homeless guy, after just getting one coin, just pops off these two randos. Like, doesn't even, no questions. He's like, oh, I'm just going to kill him. They could have walked right yeah. and by, nope, I'm just going to kill him. And not only do, does he just kill them, two other homeless men are right there ready to take these bodies somewhere. Oh. And yep. they're, the where henchmen they show these up bodies? right away. Where yep. are they taking these bodies undetected in the subway system in New York, wherever the fuck they're at. Like, first of all, this homeless guy just shoots two randos. No one lose, no one bats the fucking eyebrow. 
Then two more homeless guys that you don't even see anywhere come out of the shadows, ready to take these corpses somewhere. And then yeah. where do they take them? I want to know where yeah, these bodies are. If you saw this happen regularly, would you tell any – like, I wouldn't want to tell anybody. If I just looked at my window constantly and saw this happening, I would tell no one because I don't want to be targeted. So, it would just – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm uninvolved. Clearly, they've got ears uh, everywhere. Yeah. Have, they, <laughs> have you ever played uh, the Hitman games? Or at least I, the most I'm aware, I'm aware of them, though, and I know, like, how – what the premise is. In the most recent one, there's a thing where if you kill someone and then if you wait around long enough – a guy with a body bag comes and takes the body away, no matter where you are. And then you can kill that guy, and then a second guy with a body bag will come and take that body away. And uh, it's one of my favorite details that has ever been in a video game, because it's like, where did we get rid of these bodies? Don't worry, there's a guy, no matter where you're at, and he will take them and throw them into the ocean or something. Give me the video game that's just, you're playing that guy, try not to get killed while cleaning up all the bodies. <laughs> We've, we've all game. done we've all done performance for a couple of years now have you ever not laughed at or at least like at least chuckled at someone dragging a, a live human being that's pretending to be a dead body like i always feel like that no at like least will hines said long time ago me. uh i can't i can't remember for i heard him say this in person if i read it in something you wrote but like he you could be as funny as you want as a talking head in any scene and yeah. then your teammate will just walk off the sideline and pick someone up and carry him across the stage. And that'll be the funniest thing that someone saw the entire yeah. show. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I just people yeah. only like, yeah, there's physical humor and moving people around and or lifting people up. It will always be infinitely funnier than fucking two people talking about anything. Well, I saw it as a, a genius move because it was used as a swipe and it was just like, and dragging this person across the stage and the scene is over. And you're like, that's fantastic. Physical, physical comedy is, to me, the height of comedy. That's because it's very difficult to pull off right. Uh, and it's, but it's really, really funny. It gets me every time versus like jokes, which age they, and they don't always age well. Yeah, 100%. And they, they, that's why I lift people up all the time. Or I do it often. Not all the time, but like often enough because people love, like just people love doing it. And that same thing with smooching, right? Like I'll smooch anyone uh, pretty much on stage and not in like a sexual way, only like when it's needed. But like if yeah. you just even add in a smooch, people are always like, oh my God, I can't I just, I'm mm -hmm. kiss somebody. Oh, that's real. I, one of the hardest I've ever left was at a Bat Stevens show where they all kissed each other for like the entire show. And because they're all married, like it's OK. Right. But a lot of the people who were not married kissed each other uh, because there was an entire scene where they all, all basically kissed each other. And then uh, Frank got left out. <laughs> and then Rob O'Neill comes in the scene and is like, hey, I'm here to see your uh, your kids. <laughs> and then he kisses him and then he goes, wait a second. How old's your character? And then <laughs> Rob goes, seven <laughs> 22 <laughs> <laughs> and 22 yes let's let's change that right right now oh rob o'neill philly's best <sighs> improviser i mean just you said it you said it here first uh here first folks you said it here first <laughs> yep i know this is why you're the host and i'm the other host mm -hmm. i know my place <laughs> i can say oh that too because caitlin lives in jersey though but and i'm just a sucker for rob I mean, I did just we have had him on the podcast uh, more than once. <laughs> we do love <laughs> both of them. Uh, oh, yeah, the future. I guess we don't have to go into it, but how was that show? I'm so sorry. I couldn't make it. Ugh, it I wish it I could was really good. Gone. 
Unfortunately, uh, Fred wasn't able to make it because uh, he was sick in San Francisco, but uh, it was fantastic. Nice. Fantastic as it always is. That's great. Well, don't worry. Uh, Fred's going to be able... Actually, I love how we're just... Anyways, so everyone, you guys know Fred. Uh, you don't. Uh, you'll the, know Fred in... Well, Fred, yeah, you'll know Fred in the future because we're going to talk to Fred about being John uh, Malkovich. <laughs> and what a more appropriate movie, too. I, that feels like a that's in his vibe. It's a mindfuck of a film, and I'm glad we're doing it three times in a row. By the way, everybody who's listening to this and doesn't know, we're going to do being John Malkovich three times in a row after this. That's just that's what won on our Patreon. So that's what we're doing. And it's after two years as a running kind of general idea. The fact that it's happening is making me so fucking happy. Um, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you were talking about you did impressions. I actually wrote this down that I wanted you to do one, uh, if that's okay. I I only did it because I did it myself. In the beginning of the movie, it just starts off with cars revving. So I tried to do, I was like, and I was like, wow, that was actually pretty decent. Uh, <laughs> like, right, it like, it wasn't. No, 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 that one wasn't. But I mean, the one that I did at the time, chef's kiss, like, no, it's all right. Now that sounds like a cat. I had it. I had it at the time. I swear to God. It's not vroom vroom because vroom vroom is how I had to spell it out. But I'm pretty sure that doesn't sound like a car. What, what's the question? Yeah, what's the question? Oh, you, oh can, you, can you give me your best, uh, your best vroom? I wasn't sure if you actually can do a pretty de- – if anyone else can do a pretty decent impression of a car. Uh, oh, I, I've just – I've never done this before. Have you before. not practiced that one? <laughs> 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 pretty good. Yeah, I like that. You're it's an angry car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Worry. I'm so sorry I do that. I'm so sorry, Scott. That's She's not terrified. nice. Yeah. Oh, Aww. honey, I'm so sorry. No, fuck, fuck making car sounds. Jim, you have a cat near you, too. Don't scare your cat. Nah, he's downstairs. Nah, she doesn't care. <laughs> oh, in that case, what do you, what do you got? Let me see. <laughs> Why do both of your cars suck? Like, are they not? Why are they not in good working condition? No, no, no. The sounds are good, but like, also, why is the car? Why is instinctively you're like, yeah, my car's not doing good. I was, doing like, a car. Nice- I was revving my engine while I was in park, so okay. which, which isn't good for your car. Yeah. Would you rather go? Whoa! <laughs> that actually is accurate, and honestly, that would be like a. Yeah, all right, that that's good. We'll give it to you. Two points, you know, like that wins. Yeah. Uh, or the old timey car of like. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, the the, the Dom DeLuise start. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask the kill count because I don't pay attention enough to these movies. But did he kill more people in this movie? Probably. Than one? Yeah, because Probably. in one, I could have sworn it was so much, but he also, like, the dude in the beginning, he was like, he killed, and like, a dozen of my men. I'm like, he killed more than a fucking dozen, dude. Like, he killed a lot of your dudes. It was like, at least gotta be like 75 people that he killed, right? Yeah, but it's a, it's a ridiculous amount, right? And his reputation is unreal. So even if I'm a world's greatest hit person, mm-hmm. that when that when I get that text for $7 million, I'm good, right? I think I'm good. Like there's no I'm not going after John Wick. Like yeah. I'm not going after John Wick. Like in no way has this ever gone well for anyone. Uh what makes me think I'm that special? That said, I do think it is pretty hilarious that the person that hurt him the most this entire movie was the street violinist. That woman that shaped him <laughs> real good. Mm-hmm. Or that she didn't shake him, she shot him point blank twice. 
Yeah, that was a move. Don't oh my god! Yeah, they really got creative with people who, in public, you know, that's fun. I love it when movies go. You can never trust anybody. Just remember that, folks. <laughs> yeah, like why bother? Like why would I bother <laughs> trying to even kill John Lick? But that also at the end, or what was your thought, Jim? That we can go on to the end later. Uh, I, I was going to tell you the kill count. Oh yeah, let's hear. Oh, hundred and sixteen on this one. Yeah. It's got to be even more in the next one. I don't want to find out until next week's episode, but okay, I, I look it up then. I, yeah, I I really hope they really step it up to like the three hundred area. They and I bet a, they will. They have a special feature on the DVD that uh that has a, like a little kill counter in the bottom uh, of the screen. Oh, that's fantastic! I'm trying to think what my favorite death of this one was. I hadn't said it, but I I had a tough time watching the movie because I was having like a I was having one of those days where I just couldn't concentrate on anything. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of this movie was me, like, glazing over what was going on and being like, I feel like I get the gist of what happened. Uh, the only parts I could pay attention to were at the very beginning and then Lawrence Fishburne and then <laughs> the very end. Funny enough, Lawrence Fishburne really, like, sucked me right back into the movie. Um, yep. He's very charismatic. Yeah. I mean, there's something about him shouting, get this man a gun in such a weird way that, like... I was like, what is happening? I- you mean the uh, sommelier didn't have you at the edge of your seat with all their amazing puns comparing weapons with wine? I, that whole part I was cu- trying to keep track of because like half of the things they were saying were like wine puns and then half the things they were saying was just straight up like, do you need a gun? Like, yeah. it, it, it was like, this gun is a 8mm. And then another one, he'd be like, this is a very aged uh, Malbach. And I was like, what are we, are we going to, are we sticking with the metaphor or are we not sticking with the metaphor? Right. This is a mm. vintage Austrian classic, precise and robust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a second. What was the, is that the guy? Oh, is that Darth Maul? Was oh, the Somalia Darth Maul? I'm not sure. I no one knows who Darth Maul is. The, the voice of Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a role that you would actually know him from, uh, the other roommate in Shaun of the Dead. The one. That, oh wait, the one that becomes a zombie in the shower. I'm not, that guy? I'm not sure. That's wait, no, that that's, the, that's the shitty the, roommate. That's the voice of Darth Maul. Which, by the way, he has a great that's story wild. about uh, being in that's Star Wars. Wild. And how so uh, shitty of director uh, George Lucas was. Well, I mean, shocker. Don't meet your heroes, folks. They're not nice. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> not so much that he wasn't nice, just that he was not good at directing. Because uh, he got notes that were like, be more evil. And do it better <laughs> this time. <laughs> like, it was, he's not a good director. <laughs> I like that. That's I mean, helpful. Weird that the guy that, <laughs> yeah, that is about as constructive and well written or well said as his love scenes. <laughs> yeah, but hey, Star Wars is back on the right track. We got a couple of good guys in charge of it, and they're hitting home runs for the most part. Oh yeah, the uh, the except for, guy, except for Boba Fett, that was a not a good time disaster. I did not watch it. It was fine. It was okay at best. It, the best parts were the end of the series when it was about Mando. But anyway. <laughs> See, I, that, I'm afraid to go down that rabbit hole. I, I haven't even seen the last of the 
the last trilogy. So I don't know what Kylo Ren does. I don't know how this all like what's the the last deal was. Oh, so Kylo Ren completely lost. Standing sixty nines in Ewok on uh, <laughs> in Coruscant for like on street corners. It's wild. And if I don't get this, I'm gonna be upset. Um, well. That's what I want. I want Adam what's his face to do that and he better. What's his name? You, you want to see Adam Driver standing 69 <laughs> bear puppet in the busy streets of Coruscant? Look, I'm going to be honest, even though like you don't know what I'm, I'm into. It. I mean, people yeah. who have been listening to me for the last 2 years, you don't know what I'm into. Maybe I do. Oh, I'm not going to yuck your yum. I just uh yeah. <laughs> no. Uh you're right. Thank you for giving me some perspective. You're right. I don't need this, I don't need this content. You're right. Let me let me put this out of my life. I really want to see like a real tender Wookiee lovemaking scene because I get this bad rap of just being violent, violent creatures, and you know some Wookiees just probably make sweet love, right? Well, there's that one. There's that one part in the the holiday special where the grandpa masturbates. <laughs> That's not. Yeah, I forget that there is porn in that. Yeah, that movie. I'm upset that I've seen that. I'm glad we're never going to the holiday that. special. I have seen the holiday special. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Disney, like, did you watch huh? the Guardi- do you watch the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, Kai? I haven't seen the third one, which isn't out yet. This I don't think I've seen the second one. Okay. Well, you might not have seen the holiday special, which is what Scott's about to talk about. Right. Well, I'm oh, going to talk yeah, about no it, clue. but like since you have Disney Plus now, there is a holiday special. It is very good. I thought anyway. Okay. That's what I heard about. a lot of people okay. say it's the best thing that they've done since like Endgame. Does it fuck with the universe a lot? I mean, I have. I disagree. I think it's good. I don't think it's better than Black Panther 2. It's not better than uh, well, like I said, I have a soft spot for She-Hulk, so I thought Loki was better. I thought Hawkeye. I don't know. A lot of the series I thought were... A lot of the series I feel have been done very well. Uh, It's the movies that have have fallen a little flat for me. Yeah. I, I think I gave up after Hawkeye. I watched that and I was like, Oh no! I didn't watch Hawkeye. I uh, the other one, uh, the Winter Soldier one. Oh, Winter Soldier! You didn't like it? No, I Wonder Vision. I liked. Uh, yeah, Wonder Vision was fan fucking tastic. I loved that. That was great until it became like the standard Marvel beam goes into the sky and then they have to beat the 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 bad version of themselves. Yeah, the better parts of Captain America or the Falcon Winter Soldier were yeah. were was the political commentary part. Uh, because I was like, yeah, go Disney for, like, putting this shit out here. Uh, but, like, they just did such a bad job with making me care about any of the antagonists of that series. I don't yeah. know. It didn't help that I I don't care about uh, the Winter Soldier. That's fair. I don't... I don't any man who's named after Jan, James Buchanan, any, I'm out. <laughs> any, man, any man named Bucky you're not here for? No, no, no. <laughs> What about buckwheat? Are you cool with buckwheat? <laughs> from uh, from our gang? Yeah. No, from uh from uh 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 Little Rascals. Little Rascals. Yeah, Little Rascals is our gang. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word uh, Little Rascals, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, is that the? I mean, once again, like Svetlana, is there another? Everyone buckwheat? loves buckwheat. Like, yeah. Honestly, one of, the, one of the best sketches of all time. I got a right? dollar. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I was just saying, like, uh, I grew up watching a lot of Eddie Murphy, specifically his, like, best of SNL. And uh, 
this buckwheat bit was is a classic. Was was it's... buckwheat the one that got assassinated? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, um, Good. Good. oh, what was a parody of? Was it a parody of uh, uh, Reagan getting shot? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Buckwheat has been yeah, yeah. very funny. <laughs> That's it's a very funny bit. Uh. I don't know why I keep talking about that movie and thinking about it, but I keep pulling it back to uh, Little Rascals a lot lately. Maybe because Whoopi Goldberg and Reba just keep coming up in my life, but... <laughs> Wait, what movie? Uh, Little Rascals. Sorry. Oh, the, the movie Little Rascals you keep The one with the, yeah. from the 90s with Bug Hall? Yeah, sorry. Sadly, that's my Little Rascals. I don't... The Little Rascals isn't the Little Rascals for me, which is a it's shame. It's 100 years old. You're fine. <laughs> uh, uh, Kai. I did want to ask... I did, I do, I do think it's about that time, but I do actually also have some questions about the film, which I think is appropriate. Uh, one is, uh, would either one of you, is there like an enemy of yours do you think that you would feel comfortable having a drink with? Because I was going to ask you if there's a, a like, do, is there someone that you think if they tried to murder you, you'd be down to like have a drink with? But like, I don't know if you have a vibe relationship with anyone like that. <laughs> the Pope? The I was going to say, yeah. The Pope, Pope is one. Nice. Uh, no, like honestly, I could never... Do it. I'm such a bad liar. Like I'm an awful. Like you, pretty much people know where I stand with them because I just, if you know I, I don't want to talk to you, it's pretty obvious. So like, yeah. I guess I could have a drink with them, but like, would there actually be conversation? Probably. Like the last thing I'd want to fucking do is sit around and talk to someone that I can't stand. Mm. But it's like there is. It's not. I mean, it's not really a rival, right? Like I feel like Common's character is more of like. I know it's like part of the job. I guess you'd have to compare it. Like, would it be another comedian? Like, is there another comedian that I'm not a big fan of, but people really do enjoy? So therefore, yeah, I guess I could get a drink with another improviser, even if I thought they were really shitty. But like, uh, oddly enough, I'm just thinking about your friends instead doing it po- like kind of ironically instead and thinking it'd be really fun and like just playfully if like, you know. Uh, I'm trying to bring this more to like, you ever play that, uh, what's the, what do you just call it? When you and your friends squir- try to squirk on each other, you're not allowed to do it at school, you're not allowed to do it at work, like, um, you know what I'm talking about? Like, when everybody tries to, like, uh, shoot each other with a water pistol, like, after school, and like, there's like I a know what you're talking about. Game. Uh, I don't remember what the game's called, but in Philly, we had to stop playing that because it got too... Too real, it, and people started to get like really like, like terrified someone, to leave their places, and, like getting like, fired and shit. Because like someone like rode yeah. a bus and followed someone home. Yeah. That shit got wild. I'm glad that game's probably dying because people would be like, "Yeah, I live. I like I was inside a dumpster for a day and a half." <laughs> you know, like, uh, I got got because my roommate at the time, Philadelphia goddess Sarah Clemency, came into my class and fucking got me with a water gun. Like I was like, "Well, I guess I'm I'm out." Oddly enough, when I was picturing it in a humorous way, Sarah was actually the person in my mind because I can see you and do you and Sarah doing a, uh, an improvised or a sketch bit of like you both being assassins and having a fucking drink together in a bar really well. I think both of you would do that well. I don't know. Yeah, I think she would handle that quite well. Yeah, she'd destroy me. What about you, Jim? Would you just drink with your nemesis? Yeah. What's your situation with your nemesis? Um. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I, I don't. I think that. Oh, I, I think the question of like, if I was in a place and saw my mortal enemy, and they were like, "Let's have a drink together." Oh no, actually, no, I wouldn't do it because uh, I've been faced with the situation and I didn't do it. So no, I guess oh. I wouldn't. 
Good I had a, a childhood bully who saw me at a bar and he was like, hey, you want to get a drink? And I was like, no, thank you. And cut, walked away. Yeah. Like, why? Like, what? what's the purpose? I'm never going to yeah. see you or talk to you again. My life has been better without you. I don't need to. I don't need to talk about how shitty of a person you were. And if you need to feel yeah. better, fuck off. Like I'm not here to make you feel better. I was gonna say when you say what's the purpose, I think eh, probably just to make them feel better. I also know for a fact that that guy does not think that he bullied me uh, because he was talking to my dad one day because he uh, was doing his lawn. Uh, he was installing the water that comes out of the ground. Uh, he, he was installing a plumber, that. a sprinkler. No. An irrigation specialist? Yeah, he was he was doing a sprink he was installing <laughs> sprinklers and he was like, Oh yeah, me and Jimmy go way back. We were best friends back then. Really love that guy. I'd love to see him again. And my dad was like it, my dad was like, oh, okay. And he told me about it. He was like, That guy, I you came home and hated that guy. Like you couldn't That's stand the guy him. That shit in your locker, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. He actually his bit was he would come up every day uh, in recess and punch me in the head and then run away. Sounds hilarious. Yeah. Big. Then it, it, then it became, uh, he put me in a headlock, uh, then punch me in the head and then run away. Mm. So basically he was lonely and wanted your approval. He wasn't lonely. He was actually really popular and uh, very well liked amongst a lot of people. You know, I was just watching a uh, Key and Peel episode where the, the bully is just like uh, elaborates on why he's bullying him. It's like, why are you doing this? Well, because like I have a really uncomplicated, like, you know, whatever, just like really complicated relationship with my emotions. And I use this in order to feel better about myself. <laughs> just like goes off. And it's just, it's so fucking too real. There's it's another just, kid that was like that for me. <laughs> uh, hey, I've said it, I think here before, the little saying that my mom said to me, most volcanoes are really just sad mountains. It's so innocent, so, like, so sincere though. It's sad. Uh, fucking, yeah. I had, Oh, I I had too many little sad bullies, unfortunately, growing up. Um, I hope they're doing okay. Jack McDermott. Sorry, I told you to fuck their names. Don't say their names. Make sure you replace <laughs> it with Jack McDermott. <laughs> uh, I will. I will. I'm going to say it one more time just so I have to edit this later and frustrate myself. But yeah. Uh, Jack McDermott. I hope you're doing all right, buddy. I'm sorry you felt it necessary to make fun of me and call me gay, even though you were accurate. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry, man. I hope, I hope your, you and your mom are okay. I shouldn't have said those things about her. That wasn't nice. It was the '90s. What are you gonna do? All right. What other questions <laughs> you got about the movies? <laughs> <laughs> um, you asked about uh, what were the best kills. Stabbing uh, a dude in the dick was definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget that happened in this movie. Um, I did. Capt- uh, I did really enjoy them casually attempting to murder each other in a mall. I thought that was really cute and fun. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I could have watched them falling downstairs for like an hour. Such that a was- long, <laughs> such a huge flight of stairs. They just kept rolling and rolling and rolling, and we're fine. They were yeah. like they're like they were still okay to keep fighting. No, I thought it was going to be like a TikTok situation where I was just like, wait, is this the same video or is this <laughs> like what's going on? How long have I been watching this? Right. Uh, yeah, it was impressive. Uh, they really just like they really went for it. And then I think uh, I asked myself, is Ruby Rose trying to kill John Wook with an, uh, an, uh, an uh, like a switch butt plug, like a knife butt plug? Is that what that was? Did you see the little tiny? No, so they're had? just like knives that, yeah, they're, they just... Go on your knuckles well to stab someone okay. with. It's just like a more efficient way. 
Well, to like use it as you're punching instead of stabby stabby. Next time somebody tries to break into my house, I know what I'm going to grab just in case, you know, like I just need to take somebody down. That's good. Uh, I loved, is this a social uh, a social event or a formal affair? Uh, social. Uh, is it day for night? I need one, you know, for day and one for night. I was like, that's great. I love this. Like, they just were really playful with this whole movie. And I understand there's only been one movie since, but like all the callbacks and like all the little like silly quirkiness, I'm just like really already like I'm charmed. And I'll say this. I, I always love a good european rave scene in a oh boy in ruins oh, yeah. you need it you need it they had oh, one in the first anyone... movie except it was in europe but they had one in the first movie do you want to tell me what the fuck is on john wick's left shoulder without seeing it i don't know no i'm gonna put, i'm gonna put it in the chat his i know his back says like fortune favors the brave or something like that yeah, he's got a skull on his spine, or not a skull on his spine, he's got a hands praying over a cross on his spine, like John Wick also has like a wolf on his right shoulder, howling into the moon, I believe. Like, like that's a terrible tattoo, I'll say that. I think that is a terrible tattoo. The wolf, I do not like. Uh, let's Wolves see. Are, they're pretty, like, normal it's fine, tattoo. it just don't, it just doesn't, it just, it's just, I don't know, it doesn't work for me. Like, I don't know, I guess... I don't know. I'm trying to figure out who this man is. Once again, I don't know what his hobbies are. I don't know what his motivation is. When he's been hanging out with Helen, like, was he, you know, uh, going to, like, baseball games, you know? Like, is he out there uh, just being, like, a regular guy taking the subway? Like, what, well, what's he doing? On, they walked on bridges, and then she dies on the bridge. And that's it? That's all they did was walk on bridges? That's all I know. They lived in New Jersey. I'm trying to find a photograph of it, but... Uh, yeah, it's just, there's something in the left that looks, I was like, it's just like a fiery, like, it feels like a, like a, fi- like a, a fire emoji uh, made love to like a pine cone. I can't figure out what the fuck it is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I think I'm just bitter and jealous because I want more tattoos and I don't have the time and money to get them right now. Thank you for putting that in the chat. Uh, and. Oh, you know what that looks like? So I don't just, know I'm what just it is other sure, people's. but I think it's, and I'm good technically wise now. I think that's, uh. It reminds me of that character from Twisted Metal, that PlayStation game. From yeah, Friday. I'm really grateful you With brought that up. Yeah, it's one of, I had that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had it on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, thought about that. Uh, yeah. Okay, I know what you're saying. Yeah, that kind of that, that that for me it reminded me of uh like a one of the weird emoji esque kind of logos from a skateboard company. What the fuck? Which one is that? There's like a little fire logo guy. It just kind of looks a little bit like that. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, there is no, a well, fire one. Oh, God. Yep. Welcome to the podcast called What's That Thing That's Irrelevant. It was Spitfire. Is that what it was? Yeah. That's what you're thinking I was of. a, I was a poser skateboarder. I don't actually remember any of that stuff. I just would like, I would spend a lot of time at skate shops and hanging around kids with skateboards. I do not know how to skateboard or understand any of that stuff. Yeah, my skateboarding knowledge is limited to Tony Hawk 2. That's all you need. Uh, I am curious, other than my thoughts, uh, do you all have any other thoughts on John Wick? Uh, John uh, Wick 2, speci- sorry, specifically. My only other thought was that I was going to talk about earlier is if the manager of the Continental, the dude from Deadwood, has the mm-hmm. power to control 100 people uh, in a random square in New York City, like... What really is stopping him from just collecting the seven million dollars? Like, there's no, there's nothing that makes me really believe it. Like, yeah, I guess I owe you 
Uh, but I really could control like that's how much power he has that he can control that many hitmen in that situation. Uh, I don't know. It just kind of took some of the not that the movie is that believable anyway. But if like it's really that easy to trap John Wick in that scenario, then he should be dead a long time ago. I don't know. That's real. Yeah, because I I considered that to be the like him that Ian McShane being like. I'm so important that I can, that I can like trap you in this scenario, like you said, but I don't out of respect, but also I'm going to do it. I'll give you an hour to uh, get out of this place. Right. But why doesn't he just do, I guess, I guess he's also saying that money doesn't matter to him because I'm sure he's, cause he's the guy that owns the hotel. Well, yeah. One, one gold coin can get you two dudes killed in the bodies and, or Mm. three coins can get you some really nice suits. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the coin system is really confusing to me but yeah I don't know I, I actually just realized also the perfect cover for being an assassin it, all of them should also just their side hustle should be doing like uh, 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 what do you call them uh, like pr- like flash mob pr- proposals and shit like that like <laughs> I, also um, because... the, I also was thinking about that yeah. old video of the people stopping at um, that train station they just they I don't know like the fact that they got that much coordination and like they can do that use that somewhere else like I know they probably do all right murdering innocent people and some of them not so innocent people I just uh, I love that I'm just so quick to just assume that most people being assassinated um I don't know what actually that's a that's a question I'm very curious about uh and all the assassin movies do you also have that like kind of like well what if they're not bad guy like what it, like the like always um or are you just like ah fuck it it's a movie who the cares first kill movie that guy? i i thought i i liked about uh is that he was very like precise in who he killed in the scenarios because it was mm. always someone who came after him in all those scenes like including the one scene where he's in the club and everyone's like it's a ton of innocent people and he's very precise at like okay that guy's coming after me bang that guy's that now that guy bang like it's very specific on who he's getting rid of i also really like the like take a night off thing like he's he is it is really cute that he like knows some people in the biz and it's just like has that kind of relationship where it's just like it's they're showing the professionalism in 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 the assassin industry uh i love it it's it's it is cute Another thing that triggered me in this movie, and we don't have to get into it because I know we're wrapping things up, is I use the word sure all the time. Like, I probably, I use sure as like a positive yes in my personal vocabulary. But I got in this huge debate with people the other day because what made me think of this is like, he says to Ruby, what's her face? As she's, she's like, see you soon. And he's like, sure. I was like, that's that's so something that I would say. Like, sure. Uh, But I got in this huge debate the other day about like how I shouldn't use the word sure like I use it, which is kind of I felt like as a personal attack and I understood it. So the thing is, is like the context, like uh, for all the listeners out there who are single, I'm a single man uh, and uh, don't celebrate it. It is very sad. I'm very alone. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the promo. (laughs) It's the holidays and I am alone. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you know whose fault this is? Jack McDermott. <laughs> no, so um, when I text women or like friends, like in the past when I've been in relationships or dating, I'll say, hey, do you want to go do this thing? I'll say, sure. 
apparently yeah. that's a big red flag or like oh. that people yeah, don't like hearing when they ask you whether you want to do something and like i should be more excited how i respond to a question so like if someone says hey friday do you want to get like dinner and go to a movie i'd be like yeah sure to me to like to them it should have been a resounding yes uh yeah. and i had a partner in the past that this really triggered them and then i have a friend more recently that i made here in chicago that it triggers him as well uh like he's like, just tell me you want to come because it feels like I come up with stuff to do, and you're always like, I'm like, first of all, we're just friends. You need to relax. You're a married man. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of relationship are we right, engaged in? Right. <laughs> Secondly, it's just like this, this is how I say it, and sure. so I don't know when he they said that word sure in that context, it really made me chuckle a little bit. Uh, I get that because it, it can come off like whatever if you take it if you take it yeah like there's a way for you to take it that way for sure and because especially uh, in text where you don't get the you don't get like the person's intonation like right you, stop bringing me back to Key and Peel because that's literally one of their, their my favorite bits of theirs is like the like him and hanging out with his buddy like and him losing his mind because he's like you know and then we can hang out or he's like whatever and it's just like yeah whatever you like whatever you want to do is like such a nice thing to say to someone but also can drive someone nuts because you're like you don't care about what we do with our friendship is like a thing that can infuriate the fuck out of somebody so yeah I don't know I'm just I've always been that friend that just is like if I have a problem with you I can't not tell you. <laughs> I have to tell you, uh, or we're just not going to be friends. Right. So I was going, this is like, oh, if I was John Wick and I just killed her, or uh, like almost killed her, and I said, sure, would like that just put her over the edge and she'd get up and kill me? Like, like yeah. how mad was she, how <laughs> how furious was she at that answer? Like, I'll see you soon. And he was like, yeah. no, you're going to be dead. Or why didn't you give sure. me an honest answer? You just gave her the old sure. <laughs> what dismiss- was she upset by how dismissive he was in that moment? Probably. Anyways, that's a thought that I. Had. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great point. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got to use because people do. I'm I'm getting used to the Midwestern way that people say sure, and it's definitely it's it's a common it's around here more uh, than you know where I grew up for sure. Uh, but I mean, I come from like fucking wicked dude. So there's certain stuff you're just gonna. You're going to say and hear more. It's also very interesting being a performer because that like pick you pick up on that stuff a lot faster in those spaces because you do that. Yeah. I feel like um, I've learned that with sure, if you just end it with an exclamation point, then people are just like, oh, they're excited. Like, that's it. Like, because oh, yeah, sure. that turns from eh, sure to sure. Oh, man. Speaking of exclamation points, another thought I had recently, uh, not thought, but I got ridiculed for by friends. I oh, no. I had a real meet cute with someone a few weeks ago. And we just went on our first day, like, last Sunday. And uh, I get – I'm very in my head when it comes to dating. Uh, go Same. Classic shocker that an improviser uh, gets in their head about anything, right? Especially when it comes to members or people <laughs> that they want to, you know, pursue something with. So mm-hmm. – uh, I was showing my friends like a text because I was like, was this too much? Because you got to play it cool in the beginning, right? Like I was just like she had been very inquisitive about me. So I like had asked some questions about her and like what I thought was a playful way. And she didn't respond. And I was like, was that too much? Like it was too, like we already have a date. So I don't want to text too much. Uh, but I showed my friends the text. And I sh- there's two uh, dude friends of mine. And they both go separately and then together. Way too, way too many exclamation points. 
And I was like, <laughs> too many explanation. Like, I I would never think in the text to even read like, oh, that person's using too many explanation points. But I guess that's again a thing that just like I don't things I don't think people about. Get, yeah, people get. And, like, I was just trying stuff. to like match her energy in the text, like being excited. And, like she was using a lot of explanation oh, yeah, points, yeah. so I thought like I would also use exclamation points. And it's just like it's just a fucking weird dance. And uh, both my guy friends were like. That was way too many, dude. She's she's probably gonna respond. Oh, you use way too exclamation points. You need to calm down. You need to use. You need to stop using punctuation altogether and like be basically uh, just rude. stop using punctuation. Right. Don't seem too excited. Like duh, 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 yeah, no, like, no more questions right. from now on. No, all statements. <laughs> statements with no punctuation. I think only speak in fragments from now on, <laughs> just to be safe. <laughs> I will say, uh, I was a person who when. Uh, uh, like when I met Kai and I was single, uh, I was very in my head about dating and everything was like an analysis. And then after meeting Kai, uh, I, and I've, I've said this before, uh, Kai switched my uh, perspective on dating and it, I got very like, like out of my head with it. And because Kai, I forget what you said, Kai, but you were just like, yeah, just like be you, because if you're not you, then people don't like you. Oh, yeah. So that's the other thing, too, right? So, like, I'm, I'm going to go tired. into all the details of how I met this person, but, like, it basically, my friend kind of told her that I was Santa, and uh, I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the whole thing. I don't. I really don't want to go into the podcast, but no, basically, this very cute woman runs up to me, like, her arms extended, like, Santa, and, like, I hugged her back. I was like, uh, it's me. Let's take a picture. <laughs> uh, yep. And... My buddy then goes on to tell her, so for listeners who don't know, I by the time you hear this, I'll not be doing this bit anymore, but the last two months I've been doing this Santa it's bit online uh, called yes. Only Santa's Fans. And it's, a, it's actually been referenced and actually tagged uh, on our oh, previous episode. Yes. Right. <laughs> I, I, I texted Joe and Sam when they did it. I was like, I can't believe you fucking uh, gave me props or like gave me a shout out for my stupid bit that I'm doing. Oh, it's lovely. I enjoy it very much. Right. So like saying. the whole idea was or the whole idea is what would Santa be like? What would Santa's social media presence be like if he had an OnlyFans account? So like yeah. a very oh. PG-13, kind of horny, but kind of innocent, silly, fun character to do. Why I'm off it. this month for improv, right? Just something to be creative and like get the writing brain going a little bit. So the thing is, is like I've been on a first few dates the last month or so ago. And like I'm just gonna talk about this most recent one. My, my buddy when sending her these pictures that of us, of me as Santa at this zoo thing we were at was like, Oh yeah, he's Santa. He has a, he has an Instagram and only fans where he's Santa. And I'm like, don't, don't do that. Don't the first, like if I'm really going to try to talk to someone, the last thing I want is a first impression is like for them to go see me online, be a horny Santa Claus. <laughs> so, I, so th- that's why I was, where I'm going with this is uh, I was like kind of in my head about that all week or the weeks leading up to this date, because like, she could go out at any time. She knows all this stuff about me she, and just make these opinions. So I would get in my head like, okay, well, what does she think about me post me sucking on a candy cane? Like it's a dick in this way today. Or like, what is she going to think about me posting like this really horny video of like me doing dick in a box where the box is unrealistically I did, huge. I did like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. It so was like, very nice. But if you don't it's, know me, like you, extra. You're, like in some of my videos, I've gotten a ton of comments for like stitching Lizzo. And it's all these teenagers like put bleach in my eyes or like whatever. And like, I just don't care what they think. But like when I'm dating someone, I do 
obviously we yeah. want to care and make a good impression. But the thing is, is like you can't care, right? So like if she's not gonna like me at my horniest Santa, then there's no business for her. Like yes. yeah, we're yeah. not gonna. It's never gonna be a thing. We're like it, it'll never be a match if like even if she doesn't want to take the you know the risk to get to know me or hang out with me, then Ugh. uh it's not worth the time. So and it, believe me, it, it hasn't been easy for me. Like. Uh, I still go to therapy and talk about like my confidence and self-love and getting there with all those things. But there yep. is something to very much to be said about uh, not giving – being respectful but also not being yourself as much as possible uh, because it's – at the end of the day, that's all you got. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean um, I've been re-echoing Amy Poehler's whole like there's power in looking silly and not caring that you do. Like I, I, I think about that all the time. And I like that because I really just don't – I try not to give a fuck and encourage other people not to give a fuck. And I, th- I, don't, I don't really want romantic and like tense relationships in my life or even just like non-romantic really like involved relationships with people where I'm doing that dance of just like is this what you think of me? I just want to have relationships where I like – I don't know. Like, I don't feel judged by either one of you. Like, I don't. I don't really stress out about what either one of you think about me. Like, that's intentional. The kind of connections I make with people these days. I don't tend to really like make those ones anymore because they they just they stress me out too fucking much. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. Nope. I don't do that dance. Uh, it's just it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. My point was that Kai is a a great person to talk to to try to get you out of your head if you ever if you ever feel it in your head about that. I'm offering up your services, Kai, but... Uh. Well, that's because I started asking yeah, Kai, that weird ass stay on after this call. Yeah, no worries. I'll, I'll, do some, I'll do some Dear Abby stuff, too, live, actually, uh, afterwards. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I am very big into the question that's just really fucky, which is, what do you think I think of you? Because I think that's a really interesting way to start a, a conflict or, like, a conversation that's difficult. It's just kind of like, where do you think we're starting this? Like, because people come often with, like, a wind-up. So with all my friendships, even if it's not a conflict or whatever, I just like to know where I stand with somebody. Even early on in like kind of dating, I'm just kind of like, hey, just so you know, like I don't really have like – I don't really like this whole like extra tension on like us hanging out. There's no like success or fail really of just like – the fail is like us feeling like we should have done something or like there's one way about this is supposed to go. I'm just going to tell you where I'm at kind of deal. Like I'm saying a very wordy right now, but the general look at, like a vibe, I'm just like – just so you know, it's like – not getting like hand holding, kissing, like being sexual, all that stuff. It's not, it's not people often like, I fucking hate this kind of idea that it's like, oh, that's a fail. We failed the date. It didn't go the thing. I just like low fucking pressure and breaking it down and just being transparent along the journey, which means I'm going to have probably very um, flowy relationships for fucking ever, but uh, I'm kind of cool with it. I'm here for it. It's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody looking for partners hit me up i'm in minneapolis and i need more <laughs> logins for like streaming services i don't have a uh let's see paramount plus anybody got paramount plus i'm looking for somebody with paramount plus oh, oh man what's awkward is my situationship the last year has my logins to like multiple things so they just haven't had it in my heart to pull to change their neighbor to like take it off yet or have that yep. conversation mm-hmm. and i'm working through like is this me not letting go or is this me not wanting to be a bad friend or is this me not wanting to have a conversation with them about why i took them off my netflix and my hbo uh, uh yeah it's not easy but- yep it's hard no it's a real that's a real thing i think uh, my favorite uh move on that one was somebody i think modified it to look like it was a like a the fake account or like a stock account and just kept using it and i was like that's genius that's <laughs> i had a that's, friend that's, once that's, that's i had a friend it. once who gave out their password to like an ex or something they hooked up with and they'd go out of their way to delete the 
the profile and like once a week the person would go back and recreate their own profile <laughs> i re- don't know where i wasn't lost stop doing this to me was i on season refused, three and my friend refused to change his password because he'd had it forever so the person just kept logging in and creating a new profile and start watching their stuff again and i was like that's commitment and i good for them like good for that oh person God. milking that but apparently in the uk they just ruled that uh it's illegal to do it you're not going to be able to in the UK share passwords anymore. What for Netflix? Yeah, they made it oh, wow. illegal. Just this week, like, I'm sure that's going to be held up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's the thing I don't get. Like, people work remote and VPNs, and oh, I can yeah. come up with so many scenarios. People travel, so how are you? Like, you can't lock it down by IP. Uh, so how can you really hmm. tell? Like, unless they start doing like multiple factor authentication or something and enforcing it. Which, I don't like this. It's going to fuck with my... I have to watch movies, y'all. I, I can't have my own accounts. Wait, hold on a second. I have every one of my own accounts for every movie that I watch on here. <laughs> you also don't I live in the UK. For everything. I use all my own accounts. Thank you, uh, dad of someone I'm uh, friends with. <laughs> wait, wait. Dad or daddy? Just dad. Just like dad. Oh. I, I want to give a special shout out to... Uh, daddy. Oh, what? I'll have to I'll have to I'll have to cut this, but I love that there are two Patreon supporters that I slept with. Uh just you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff happens. No, in my don't life. cut it. it. Then they then make the users visible to see if they can figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Are they are they supporting and also not listening to the podcast? This is a great way to find out. Are you Oh like, man, I've slept with none of our Patreon supporters. To 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 yet. any of the yet. Patreon supporters <laughs> that I've had sex with, I just want to say I would absolutely love to have sex again. I think you're wonderful people. If <laughs> you're in Minnesota, it's cold and lonely. Uh, folks, if you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, you can find out. If you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, you can find out relatively easily who I've slept with uh, or be really confused about whether or not I've slept you know, with I'll Big be nice. I'll, I'll put this out there too. If you support them on Patreon, <laughs> I'll also sleep with you. If you're out there... <laughs> I'll, I'll just put myself out there for this podcast. I'll and, lay down my line. And Jack McDermott will give $5,000 to you. <laughs> Listen, Jack will sleep. Jack will give you money and I will sleep with you. Uh, are there any final uh, Jack McDermott related uh, Patreon stipulations you'd like to add or any other comments on uh, John Wick 2 before we wrap up here? No, I think I milked another half hour out of last thoughts. So that's that's no. on me. I'm sorry. No, uh, Jim. What's the what's the wrap up to our podcast? Um, is it? Uh, are you it's, asking it, for promotions? It, or no, are you asking the wrap? About- no, the wrap up to the podcast is Jim going. Kai, we need to end the show. Oh yeah, we do need to end the show. <laughs> that's that's a, that's our tagline. Uh, it's Jim telling me. Uh, I will. I'm properly placed. Oh yeah, Minnesota wait. We right need to now. end the show. I oh, will say goodbye for three hours. Uh. That is the end of uh, of talking about John Wick too. Uh, Jim, did you have any other thoughts? I think I asked you and then didn't really give you the space to answer. Oh yeah, um, I like that the guy at the beginning is the brother of the guy from the first movie, and I could have easily have watched it if that guy had one million brothers. That he just keeps coming back, and there's a more ridiculous man that he keeps. It's like Boris and yep. Um, yep. Ethan and all my Russian brothers. Yeah. Yep. And then yeah, I yeah. want that and the dogs. I want it just to keep growing and growing and growing. And yeah, yeah. hear this. Eventually, that like that cousin or brother or brother cousin, whatever it is in like John Wick 8, is like 
kind of has a cool relationship with him in the You've Got Mail vibe movie where he's like working with the dogs. Maybe we'll get Sandra Bullock on this one and we'll get them back and, you know, together because they do great work together. Uh, and I want him. on each other. Oh, beautiful. Oh, no way. Uh, and I want, I want like. afraid to talk to each other. <laughs> I want them to just, like, go get coffee from some guy who just, like, got his life out of this whole fucking game. And it's just like, hey, you guys, it's me. <laughs> you know, like, uh, that's a terrible accent. Um, I don't know how to do, was it? Was it, was it Hello. Yeah, yeah, Hello. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys want the mochaccino. I make it, like, I can't. I you can't sound like Borat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm terrible at fucking accents. My uh, wife. Please have, please have me do dead. accents. <laughs> uh, during improv performance. And I will give you the worst ones possible. It's kind of what I do. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, next week we're going to be back with Patrick Kellier. Uh, and yeah, we're going to talk about John Wick 3, which is uh, going to be better than John Wick 2, Scott? Mm, it's a little off the rails. It's debatable. Is it a pitch perfect 3 situation? Are we just blowing up boats and getting crazy? Yeah, uh, I think that's the best way to explain it. <laughs> I use that one. It's like my electric boogaloo. Like, it is the same... <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. Ever, if you ever do Breaking or Breaking 2, since there is a Breaking 3, I don't know. I'm here for that. I was obsessed I'll, with those movies growing up. Uh, and then came out uh, the same four, year. Uh, breaking Down the House. That one was good. I remember that one. Yep. Are you thinking of a house party? Uh, Scott, did you have anything to promote? Anything to promote? Uh, every Thursday night, The Annoyance, 10 p.m. house party show on a team called Gushy. We're pretty funny. You can come see us. I, uh... What else? I'm on a sketch team called The Official. Boss on the Insta. I think it's the underscore official. We try to do a sketch show every quarter, so that's about it. And I'm always doing short rib stuff with Sheila Master, the queen herself. Uh, yep. Y'all know Sheila. Show. Sheila's been on. But yeah, the biggest, most consistent thing is Gushy uh, at the Annoyance Theater here in Chicago. Come visit. Say hi. I'll buy you a beer. You can stay at my house. You can pet my cat. Oh yeah! I also really thought you were gonna take a hard turn there and say like the the biggest like consistent like your constant was Sheila, and I thought you were gonna have like a really heartfelt moment about you and Sheila. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I if you want to give me another half hour, I'm gonna pedestal talk about Sheila. <laughs> uh, also promote like uh, Sheila's on a new house team at the Annoyance. Also, she's on Monday nights. Oh, is uh, she? I can't remember her team name, but they just started a couple weeks ago, and um, it's amazing that she she crushed. I I got to sit in her callbacks and she nailed it out of the park like it was not fair uh she's still slaying here in chicago so definitely well, her biggest fan definitely give her some love there but also uh we you kind of made a, a brief reference to it uh indian and jones earlier I, I didn't give it a call out then but i'll give it a call out now uh folks make sure to go back and listen to uh scott uh give some opinions as well as also in the indian jones franchise as well as also in uh the lord of the rings franchise so if you have any feelings about uh, either one the of the franchises because my I'm sorry yeah yeah I, I know no it's still the Lord of the Rings franchise is it not franchises oh no no oh no yeah as far as yes no go in and find out because uh not everybody came in hot with feelings on that instead some people just watched along so uh that would be one of the rare franchises we've done where people were like no no we're fucking talking about these fucking films uh <laughs> But yeah, go check those out, as well as also Sheila's episodes. Uh, you know, if you need to get a little Ocean's Eleven, as well as uh, check out, go way, way back, because uh, I can't believe we've been doing this podcast for almost uh, our 100th episode's coming up. Uh, go back and check out the Jurassic Park episode with Sheila. But yeah, yay, performers. Thank you both for being wonderful. Jim, I love you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, you're great. You too. 
Thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I, I just think that at this point, I know that, you know that. Okay, yes. thank you everyone for coming thank to the you. show. Thank you, Scott, for being on the show. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.